off the record, what's Lil Wayne's classic album? The Carter Three. The you across the world, Carter Three. I think Carter Two is better. Carter Three is good. Carter Three ain't a classic though. <laughs> Are you high? Carter Three is not a classic. Well, Carter Three is classic. It's not a classic anything. album, bro. Mob been saying anything. Right, it's let's not. Let's it's not, bro. This is. I don't think Wayne has a classic album. I don't. I'm not even a Wayne fan. No, I like the Carter Three is his best album for sure. I don't think it's a classic album though. Like when you start saying classic albums, like I'll start with some Wayne. Think yeah, about the other classic yeah. albums we be talking about, and then think about Carter Three. That word classic get thrown around too much. You know what a classic album is, bro? Let's put on Mrs. Officer and shut this nigga up for real. He tripping. Oh, that's the one you're going to? Mrs. Officer? <laughs> that's my shit. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> that's what y'all Yo. going to? Bobby Valentino trying to sound like a siren. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> like, we just got to have them type Hold of conversations. Safe, like, Wait, are we recording? Oh, wait. Oh. We was recording? Oh. <laughs> oh, let's get into the real conversation. All right, we got to sound professional. This is underrated a beat. Public service announcement. Just blazing fifteen hundred nothing. Flip the shit out of this. Weezy F Baby is the best rapper alive. Had you rock a fellow boy shook when this came out. <laughs> Y'all was shaking in your chains, shaking in your button downs. <laughs> Who was shaking? The whole squad. You know y'all was nervous when, when Wayne came out. Why? Because he wasn't Wayne from the fucking Hot Boys anymore. No, it was we, fucking Dwayne Carter right there. Yeah, but Wayne was... Come on, look, Wayne is one of the GOATs. You know that. Y'all was nervous then. Nah. I, it's, it's a few artists that got had y'all shook. And y'all, you mean like Rockefeller? Yeah. I think, ne- I think Nelly had y'all a little shook. <laughs> why, why are you laughing? Nelly went fucking diamond. But why, when you say shook, what you mean? A little nervous. It's not, oh. it's not so dominant anymore. I mean, but Jay gave him his props. He only he had was to. moving units as M Pimp Juice and us. I know. And then Wayne came. Yeah. And then the company folded. <laughs> that, it was Wayne's fault? <laughs> <laughs> Wayne ended the dynasty? Yeah. It funny. was Wayne. It was it wasn't Cameron and Jay-Z's Puerto Rico trip. <laughs> that was <laughs> that trip did end it all. That's wild. How many relationships you think have ended because of a Puerto Rico trip? Well, now that's that's how relationships start. <laughs> that's true. You got to fly a girl out to Puerto Rico. For, yo, well, how you get her is how you lose her. Sometimes. Sometimes, actually, a lot of times. When someone else wants to fly her past Puerto Rico, you know, like that's the thing now. Like dudes, like the first link up is like a destination, like a vacation. Yeah, we've been talking about that's that. That's true. That's scary. I don't know how dudes do that. Like you don't know what you're signing up for. No. Being on an island with somebody you just met, I'll pass. Nah, I'm cool. I'm totally cool on that. I wouldn't go to island with you. With me? Yeah. I would. Well, we're on one right now. I don't even think... <laughs> yes, we are on the island right now. But I don't even think we would like see each other if we no. were like on vacation. Never never would. Like, it would probably be like in passing, like, hey, what's up? Yeah, like at the buffet. We would act like we don't know each other at all. <laughs> anyway, very weird. You think Wayne does not have a classic album? I don't know where we started recording. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't... He was saying that. Because I, you know what I like to do, man? I like to listen to when people start debating classic albums. Like, the word classic, I don't know if it's just, it's thrown around too loosely. Like, pull up the definition of classic. I agree that classic is thrown around. It's too loosely, man. But, and it's but like, to draw the line at Carter Three, I think, is a bit excessive. 
And I like um, Carter Three a lot. I just don't know if it's a because for me, and I'm a, music is subjective. It's just my opinion. For me, classic means I keep going back to it. I keep playing classic. It. This right. is from Google. The term classic in hip hop means any album or single that not only separates itself from the bunch, but it does so in such a unique countercultural fashion. Well, thank you, Google, for defying something in hip hop. In our culture. <laughs> in our culture, right? The the Webster term for classic judged over a period of time to be the highest quality and outstanding of its kind. Now, do you think there can be there's classic and then there's time period classic? Because I think there's a lot. You see how we start cutting dope? Look. But I think Carter 3 is a classic across the board. I don't think it's a time period classic. Like, I think think Carter 3 is a really good album. I think it's Wayne's, to me, again, it's a subjective, my opinion only. To me, that's Wayne's best album. I think, but I don't know if it's a classic album. Like, classic is what I'm just like, I don't know if I can say it. Because when y'all say classic, I'm thinking of a lot of other classic albums in hip hop. Okay, but I don't think that that's fair. Why? It's hip hop. <laughs> because a classic just means that it's timeless. It was recognized as an extremely good, valuable body of work. And it was. And also you can go back to Carter Three and it doesn't sound it sounds maybe a little dated, but it does you can still listen to it today and not be like, Oh my god, we were listening to this shit. Well all like, the kids we sound like Wayne. Music. So it still holds up. L- Wayne is definitely the father to a lot of these new dudes now, for of sure. Of course. He definitely birthed a lot of these. So he's a he's a goat in that sense. Like he he changed the way artists look, the way artists sound, without a doubt. But I don't know if Carter Three is a classic album. It's what a really be, good what album. What would be a, a classic from that era? This was uh, What's that 2000 2008. If I can uh, read correctly. Kanye, what, what, what came, came out, out that year? Graduation or? No. Graduation was 07. 808 was 2008, yeah. That was 2008? Mm-hmm. That's a classic album. 808s and Heartbreaks is a classic, I think, defined by what it did later. It I don't think when it came out, we music. Like, oh, for sure. That's what I'm saying. It's a classic in that regard. Yeah, when mm-hmm. it came out, people weren't saying it was a classic. No, they was actually pissed off at Kanye. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, Carter Three was, this was the only shit playing at that time. Well, it's Wayne. And he's, mm-hmm. at that time, he was everywhere. He was, you couldn't, you couldn't turn on a radio, a TV, anything and not hear Wayne. And I'm not saying, because I think Carter 2 is a better album, but if I were to be Think Carter 3? Yes. Absolutely. Mm. Without question. Okay. But if I had to be objective and just looking overall at what a classic album would be, of course Carter 3. That would be his classic. His classic? It's a classic. Okay. Because you it's know there's a, there's a difference. His classic and a classic is different. And, and somebody that's able to deliver when all the hype is around you, mm-hmm. and it, this was the most anticipated shit ever, because mm-hmm. after Carter 2, he blew up, blew up. Mm-hmm. To then deliver, mm-hmm. that yeah, this is a classic. <laughs> What's a classic album to you then? Um, Don't say non Rockefeller. No, it's it's not even about that. It's just music that I think album that an album that you can keep going back to and play top to bottom without skipping any records, no matter what time period. That's a classic album to me. Does that like- mean the kids have to do it too, though, or just the people from that time period? Because that's a lot of shit too. Like, there's classics that. I deem classics, but probably just my generation does. No, but then this, 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 uh, this, this albums that came out when I was probably too young to really like understand hip hop and the culture, and I, I went back and listened to, and I'm like, okay, I see why they call this a classic because it still sounds good, and you can still feel the emotion in the music. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like a lot of Ice Cube's early shit. Like I didn't understand why people when I was younger, he's like Ice Cube, Ice Cube, and I was like, I didn't 
understand it. And as I start to get a little older, I go back and listen. I'm like, okay, I get it. Cube is one of the best. But does all right, if we're talking about classic, does that have to also like across boundaries of age gaps? Like for example, I think a kid now would go back to an Ice Cube album and probably not vibe with it musically. It it wouldn't feel timeless to them. I'm not saying Ice Cube is not mm -hmm. timeless. Please please make sure you get my words correctly. Mm -hmm. Now, I think if they went back to Life After Death because it had a bit more commercial appeal and is easier to listen to, mm -hmm. I think a kid now could pick up Life After Death and be like, oh, this is, a, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. Whereas Ice Cube, because his goals were a bit different than Biggs, mm -hmm. it <clears throat> would be deemed not timeless to a lot of people. Again, now you're now you, now you talking about the listener, the, the, yeah. the type of listener. Like, but, I can't But that's what deems the classic is a listener. Yeah, but then a lot of people, like, undoubtedly classic albums, a lot of people that listen to music will be like they don't really like that album mm -hmm. and it's like you look at them like they're crazy like how do you not like this album like we looking at you right now nah it, i mean listen man wayne is a he's a goat like there's there's nobody that can argue that like i would never he's one of the, the greatest we've ever had but when i hear people talk about classic albums like i like carter three a lot but mm -hmm. i don't know if that's for me if that's a classic album three pete mr carter millie got money comfortable dr carter phone home Tie my hands, Miss Officer, let the beat build, shoot me down, lollipop, la la, play with fire, you ain't got nothing. And Pussy, Mon Pussy Monster was a, a um, extra on yeah. that as well. Not very many skips on that. <laughs> but some. Um, phone Home annoyed the fuck out of me, but people love that record. I hate the Phone Home. Phone Home was, I thought, going to be the worst record ever, and then I walked outside and everyone was screaming Phone Home. <laughs> And I was like, everybody was ET all Everyone was just screaming <laughs> at the bus stop phone home. Yeah. With well, a Wayne, flip phone in their hand. Wayne is, um, he's definitely one of, you know, my favorite rappers ever. One of my favorite artists. But, you know, just hearing people talk about classic albums, man. I'm just, I just start listening to the, the albums that they call classic. And I'm like, I don't know if this is a classic album. It's a really good album, but I don't mm. know if it's a classic album. I so. think, well, time tells that anyways. Oh, yeah. I mean. Rarely is there the instant obviously, classic. Yeah. An instant classic is very rare, where everybody's like, okay, this is a classic. Like uh, The last two that I could think of would be So Far Gone and Blueprint. I think were the last instant classics that I remember. Mm. Maybe College Dropout. What? Man, Graduation, you could make an argument. Yeah. That was kind of an instant classic. I feel like, no, I feel like it was one that came out a few years ago that everybody was like, uh... I'm saying Rap World. Oh, Rap World? Okay. Yeah, and I'm saying R&B World. Like seat at the table was an instant classic to me. Anti was an instant classic to me, mm. but that's not rap. And again, this is all subjective. Music is, you know, a matter of opinion and the type of person you are. But yeah, I was just having conversations, and I'm, you know, it's my classic albums, classic, classic. Mm. It all started off of uh, uh, Timberland talking about <laughs> the Weekends album, Dawn Dawn FX. Is that People the name just, of it? Dawn FM. Yeah, Dawn mm -hmm. FM. People just get excited when shit comes out. And I feel them because I sometimes run to like, nah, it's the greatest shit ever. Yeah. I've been caught up in that before. And I've I, never went to Thriller with it, though. Yeah, like, and I, and I understand what Timbaland was. No, you because don't. He, no, you don't. No, no, listen. No, 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 I no, understand. I understand because Timbaland, is a, he's a producer. So his the way he listens is different from what, the way we listen to music. So I understand the emotion. I think what he what he was trying to say was this sound and the way The, the Weeknd put together this album was so different um, I think that it's definitely gonna move how a lot of artists make music. The, the sound, because the sound was something that I didn't expect at all. Neither did this I. shit sounds like the soundtrack for Midnight Run, the arcade game. Like it's it's great eighty shit. Yeah, so I was like, oh shit. So I understand like Timbaland is a producer, so he's gonna listen different. Uh, things are gonna move him differently as far as sound. But 
to just throw out Thriller out there like that, and it, the album was out for three days. This and the, is where people got to relax. And man. the way, like, and it's not fair to the weekend to say that because it's like let the weekend be the weekend. Like to put him and say, "Oh, this is this is Thriller." Come on, fam. Like that's not fair to the weekend. When you go back to create, and granted, I think they did it in a very tasteful way. I, I don't want to start out with shitting on this album because I really do like this weekend album a lot. Yeah, I do. But too. but to say when you go back to you would say it was eighty influenced. Yeah. And then to also sound like Michael Jackson and then go back to the era in which he's from and then Timberland says the biggest album ever is in comparison. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 where I have a little bit of it. It's like, come on, man. Like, I like this album. I think it sounds great. I think The Weeknd is the epitome of an artist. Um, you know, he gets in the character. He's not afraid to be different. He's not afraid Producer to too. experiment. Yeah, like he's he's what an artist should be. Um, the album is, is really dope. I like it. Uh, it wasn't what I was expecting. I know a lot of people want the weekend to sound like House of Balloons still, mm. uh, but he's not that that guy anymore. Like he's a different person now, and I think that it's you know it's not fair to want somebody to sound the same exact way as when you fell in love with them. I think this was a, uh, you know, like in Star Wars, and I'm not a big Star Wars fan, so correct me if I'm wrong. Don't they go like in reverse order as far as the story? Yeah, Kinda, yeah, yeah. So to me, this like he's doing his career backwards. Like this, well, he's ninety years old on the album. This cover, album right? is like what you what you do to get to that low part of House of Balloons. Mm -hmm. Like this is the crazy coke parties that you was at, mm -hmm. and then House of Balloons is when you come down and realize how depressed and hurt and how much of an addict you are. Yeah, this he's is going what, backwards. This is what his emotions look like. <laughs> he's not coming out on top. He's, yeah. he's, we're going backwards in the story. I like it. I think um, again, it's it's the sound is for him to 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 put this type of music out now is is. Is really like dope to me. I like when artists are not afraid to just be extremely different, but then not be weird. It's not like it's yeah. a weird different. You get it, you understand it. The content is still something you can relate to, like the shit he's talking about. Oh, he definitely, uh, I think a young, I think why he's old on this album cover is because he's actually starting to feel that way in the women he deals with. They're draining his soul? Yes. I don't think he can keep up the way you know, like when you got into your 30s and then you tried to go out with people in their 20s and mm -hmm. you're just like, okay, I got to slow down. I'm, st I'm starting to feel a little older than, yeah, I, yeah, than yeah. I thought I was. This whole album sounds like to me that he's trying to keep up with a young girl at the party. This is um a young girl that doesn't give a fuck who he is, mm -hmm. what he does. All that easy pussy isn't working anymore. Mm -hmm. He's like really, he's fucked up over this girl that doesn't particularly care about him. She'll let him fuck. Yeah. But she don't really care. Yeah, this music is like uh, when you go to the club and then she wants to go to the after hours oh, and then go to sure. breakfast and then like go go to yoga. And it's like, yo, we haven't been to sleep yet. Listen, and then he ended, damn near ended the album and this whole storyline with, and then I heard you was married. She's like, <laughs> so? so? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I like it. I, I think this album is really good. Um, But yeah, Timberland got to relax though. He threw Thrill out there way too prematurely. Like, come on, man. That's well, not fair. That's not fair. He saw Quincy was on it and was like, oh, it must be. But see, even, <laughs> even that type of shit, those type of interludes. That's crazy. Jim Carrey. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I, it's like, yo, I like shit like that, man. I, and and again, I didn't, when we first listened to it, we was calling it Diet Coke. It, it was kind of yeah. like, this ain't, this ain't Coke. This mm -hmm. is, you know what I mean? But after living with it over the weekend, like, this album is really dope. I, I like this album a lot. Yeah, and I think this is one of those live as well. And he's, he's definitely stepped up because... For the people that don't remember, when Weekend first came out, his live show, like Rihanna as well, was mm -hmm. very criticized. Yeah. It, it was like, all right, we now we know what he's bad at. Mm -hmm. And he 
improved tremendously. No, he's gotten Vocally, better. Vocally, yeah. dance, just everything. I noticed that when he, at his Super Bowl performance, mm. uh, we spoke about that. I was like, yo, he he's gotten better with uh, his vocals. His yeah. live vocals have gotten extremely better than they were when he, when he first got the weekend. And I think he's less insecure in that and wants to make more upbeat music that is for arenas and is to actually be performed mm -hmm. rather than some of the sadder stuff where it's just like, yeah, I'm going to stand up on stage and, you know, whine. I, I definitely would like to see The Weeknd do a, a a visual to all this whole album. Yeah. Like write like a movie, but like make it a, you know, like a music video. Like like Thriller. Exactly. <laughs> I would. I would like that. You and Tim, man. No, no, no. Not no, I, like, I, I know, this ain't Thriller. I, I like, let's be clear. Saying. But the fact that it's the 80s sound yeah. and he's such an artist, like his visuals and everything, you know, it, I would like to see him make a video to all of these, but incorporate it, do it in like kind of like a, a, a movie scripted way. Yeah. It's interesting, man. The 80s, the 80s with pop music just has not gone away. And I mean that in a good way. Mm -hmm. It just hasn't, like, 90s pop has not returned at all. Like, they don't really grab from the 90s pop-wise to me very much. It was 90s? R&B for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of the 90s pop stuff was more leaning into the MTV boy band, girl, pop It was definitely boy star. band era. And that stuff, as much as it's timeless to me, because I was a kid when it happened, mm. no one really grabs from that very much. They grab from 90s R&B. Yeah, pop, 80s is... 80s pop was scent heavy. Mm. Uh, you know, it was it just, it was a different vibe. Like, the 90s pop became a little corny. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't as cool as 80s pop. I think 80s just figured out electronics right away and figured out the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. And we've been trying for three decades and to, still haven't to like, it. all right, let's try something new. It's like, nah, let's yeah. go, let's go back. Because <laughs> even 808s kind of <laughs> derives a lot of it from fucking mm -hmm. 80. Like Robocop is an 80s pop song. Right. So much of that. Mm -hmm. So any of you can even hear on a lot of the sense with Donda and, and some of the drums they use. It's 80s pop music. Like 80s is definitely the the bed, the bedrock for a lot of the Synth sound. If you're oh, gonna sure. if you're gonna try to bring back that synth sound, you're gonna listen to a lot of the '80s pop artists mm. for sure. And I feel, and you know, if you talk to my dad, that's what killed music. <laughs> like if you pop? talk to a lot of people, like '80s '80s pop music, like was the divide in in music because it went so electronic. And like, of course, that came from disco first, but so much '80s kind of put the the fucking nail into the the board of like, all right, this is here to fucking stay. Electronic music is here. I see. I think. I think '80s pop inspired '90s R&B in a weird way. Sure, I can see that. You know what I mean? Like if you listen to a lot of the '90s R&B, the production on a lot of '90s R&B, it's a lot of synth. The drums are like you know, yeah, a lot of '80s pop, and even you know a lot of shit that they sampled was a lot. Mm -hmm. Chaka Khan shit was was then turned into so much of '90s mm -hmm. flips from Bad Boy and all that shit. But yeah, I don't know. How we got an '80s tangent, but. It was just, about the weekend album. It's just funny that 80s music is still very much the most relevant sound to some degree when it comes to pop music. But um, I do want to get into no one talking about this album. <laughs> the weekend, you would say, is one of the biggest artists on earth, right? For sure. Absolutely. Any genre, one of the biggest Absolutely. ever. Not ever, but I'm saying for our time. Mm -hmm. I didn't see one person talking about this. Online, you mean? Yeah. Not I mean... One. Is the weekend the artist that they talk about online though? Yes. Yes. Is he? Hundred percent. Yes. People wait. And was there there wasn't a single on this, was there? No. Is this just another? I know we have to always find a way to big up Beyonce. Is this just another way 
that certain artists, meaning only one, can do the surprise album shit? Um, you would think The Weeknd could do a surprise album. Because this was a week in advance, think... he posted the album cover, and that was it. Does he... I mean, do you care, though, if people talk about it, if the album is good? No. I, listen, I don't care about numbers at all. I care about if the music is good, and that's, that's all that matters. But mm -hmm. because we do talk about music on the show so much, and so much of our fans are invested in music the way we are, mm -hmm. we can see, especially when one of the biggest artists on earth is putting an album out, and no one is talking about it. Yeah. I saw more people talking about why Drake was taking off Gunna's album, a song that doesn't really exist, being talked about more than an album from one of our biggest artists. That's crazy to me. And I don't know if it's because the times we're in. Well, could it be because he doesn't have a lot of features? Like, he doesn't have many features on this album. I think he maybe had, what, three? Tyler, Tyler Wayne and, um, I think that might have been it. Yeah. Like well, he, outside of Jim Carrey and Quincy Jones. but Thriller didn't have any features. <laughs> yes, it did. Paul McCartney. Little Wayne and Paul McCartney. Same. Same. <laughs> Tyler and Paul. Kind yeah, of Tyler. <laughs> um... But that shocked me. Yeah, that's a little shocking for one of the biggest artists uh, of his time not to be, whenever his album drops, not to be talked about. But I really don't, like me, I don't really go online and really pay attention to see who people, like the artists that people are talking about. So I wouldn't know. Like if you saw that, if you didn't notice that, then I mean, that is that is weird though. It, okay, is, but it is weird when the biggest artist, one of the, well, one of the biggest artists of his time puts an album out and everybody isn't talking about it. But that kind of goes back to our classic conversation of, impact and what everyone's talking about like can you have a classic album if no one talks about it i don't care how good the music is can you have a classic album and nobody I'm not no, saying i don't think to do that's weekend, possible but. yeah if it's a classic album everybody's talking about it exactly so sometimes yeah it doesn't just matter how good the music is mm -hmm. people talking about something and impact which can be tied into sales fucking matters and when you don't do the tricks and the bundles and all the marketing tools who do you really reach? Do you just reach your algorithms? Right. Like, do we follow, do we follow the weekend? Like, is our algorithm and the weekend fans like, that's what I was is saying. it intertwined? He should, how big he is, he should be in everyone's algorithm. He's just that big of an artist where no matter what, it should be there. And it should be at the top of any conversation just by proxy. Mm -hmm. Like, there's huge artists that aren't even in this genre or our culture that we know when an album comes out. We're not going to go run and listen. If Taylor Swift puts out, puts out an album, you guys are going to know it exists. Mm -hmm. Not saying you're going to run because that's not your shit, mm -hmm. but you will know that, that that album is out. Right. There's no way you won't. Right. I saw that kind of happen with Justin Bieber, the last album. I didn't see anyone really talking about it, and it fucking threw me. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, Justin, I know he's kind of been on and off, but he's still Justin fucking Bieber. And The weekend too. Like, this felt like, remember when he did that little EP? Mm -hmm. I forgot the name. It wasn't bad, though. Um... I saw minimal talk about that and I was like, eh, it was just because it was an EP. Then I went to go look at this thinking this may be the same thing and it's a full-blown fucking album with incredibly expensive production. Right. It says And Quincy Jones and Jim Carrey. It says as of Monday, um, well, yeah, it was being reported that Dawn FM will move approximately 150,000 to 170,000 copies in its first week out. Mm. And um, we decided not to ship any physical copies out as well. Well, that's Nonetheless, incredible to sell 150,000 units. What did he sell in his last one? The highlights, I don't really count as an album. Why not? It was a bunch of old records and like, it was like a compilation yeah, of his, of his career. It's, yeah, like, it wasn't like I a I don't real count album. that as an a, a album at all. 
So after, after hours. hours, we'll call. Remember, he he did the crazy marketing for that shit too. Like that was the last real weekend album to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm. that he went out and did what? Zamaris. The first week sales um to. Four hundred and forty-four thousand. Oh, four, four, four. Four hundred and forty-four thousand, two hundred and seventy-five thousand of those were in pure sales. So, granted, again, I'm not, I'm really not the numbers guy, and I, I really am not trying to focus on him selling less. I'm talking more something. about the impact and what's mm-hmm. been going on. And I don't have that to do with the times. I don't have that to do with weekend fans growing up and just have kids and are not paying attention as much. Mm-hmm. But that's a drastic drop. Especially no, after you do the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's 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 more than half. Because you would think even at the the height, if you're doing the Super Bowl, that means my mom knows who you are, mm-hmm. and my mom would be not invested, but if you put an album out, would know about it and would at least want to listen. She knows your music. Your mom knows the weekend's music. She does. She but I don't the think she knows he, that she the weekend put out an album. Right. I see what you mean. Like at all. Mm-hmm. Now before, yeah, I think she knew. Just speculating on what what's going on. It's weird, man. Like you just you know, sometimes when you're you know you you put an album out and you do almost half a million in sales, it's kind of hard to keep that same. That's not what? you know what I mean like that's <laughs> fucking almost impossible. Yeah, it's like so. Is it a is it is this a fail for him to be doing one seventy? No, no. His first week, it's but not well, a fail, here's the but, thing. Here's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what he spent. I don't know what his expectations were. I don't know what. What's he on? Republic? What Republic expected out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, they did no singles and really no promo. So I don't know what their expectations were. Will- I don't I don't know if they thought the weekend was someone that maybe he's not. Who is he not, though? Maybe he's not this gigantic pop star. He is, though. We can't we, we know he is. Bro, once you do the Super Bowl, like you're you're a pop star. You're you're that you're I, that I guy. agree. But if you put out an album and do 150 when you used to do 400 on the last one it'd still be a pop star don't get me wrong mm-hmm. you're still an icon but I don't think you are who we thought you were before but like you say did he have a single for this album no that could be you know part of it for sure you know what I mean like that That sometimes people just don't know what's, what's, what's coming they don't know what's happening then you drop the album and it's like oh so maybe this is gonna be a slow burn yeah you know what I mean like maybe maybe he'll do it. if he does one, 170 again next week Listen, I'm I'm also of the belief that, especially in these times, you can do more with the post rollout than the pre rollout. Absolutely, mm-hmm. like you could put the shit out and then let's work the album once it's out, rather mm-hmm. than working up to it. So mm-hmm. this this could be a a master class in this, and we just don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But I, I have to bring up and ask and talk about why it was so quiet around one of the biggest artists. It was definitely uh, of the last twenty years. It definitely didn't feel like his album dropped in no. comparison to other albums. Uh, but the album was still good. I liked it. I didn't think I was gonna like it after the first listen. It just was like, okay, he's on his '80s, '80s pop uh, shit right now. But after listening to it over the weekend, I really like this album though. I did too. I get it. I understand. You know, that he's he's different. Uh, he's not trying to sound like nobody. He's not trying to duplicate what he already did in his past with other with other projects. And uh, to me, that's what being an artist is. It's like you know, let me create something different let me let me be different let me separate myself from everything that's going on i don't want to look like nobody i don't want to sound like nobody i want to be myself so i salute that period from any artist once they move on their own and try to do their own thing but then he delivered the sound of the album is dope um it's not too far left i get it like i said it threw me off the first listen i was like i wasn't expecting this but 
It's good. It's a good album. Oh, so we we are incorrect though. Oh, take, that happens take, a lot. Take my breath. Yeah, right. All the time. <laughs> it did have a lead single. August sixth, twenty twenty one. Take my breath came out. I've never heard of that song. I the first time I heard that song was, was on the album. Was on the album. Mm-hmm. And then obviously when it came out, January seventh, uh, sacrifice is the next single. Do we think the weekend needs to go back to giving his music to other people? No. No, I don't think so. Absolutely not. I would love to hear other people on this type of sound with him producing it. Don't get me wrong. But he I'm still not sick of the weekend. I still think he's an incredible fucking artist and is For sure. nowhere near his downfall as far as music goes. No, like I don't he's, I'm never gonna look at first week sales no, and say, of course oh, he's he's falling off. Like no. Nah. No, I'm I'm never that guy. I'm just raising questions on certain stuff yeah. around it. But what I think you, it, I think it'll be a slow burn. I think this album is, is going to grow on people. Uh, I think once he put the because he does does he have a video out yet for any of these records? I believe so. Because you know that's what you know once you put out of his visuals especially. I'm I'm sure there's one for for sacrifices that came out probably the day the album did, and maybe take my breath. I'm not aware of it. Um, and I think that might be the problem. I don't know if he's doing that on purpose. I don't know if his label is dropping the ball. But I'm not seeing promo for this album. Between his management and Republic and how they've worked weekend before, pause if applicable. <laughs> um, no, I can't see them dropping the ball per se because they know what works for him. Yeah. And that's why I'm curious why they went us, this. So. Oh, of course. And that's <laughs> kind of why I'm curious why they went this route. But either way, what uh, what you think of Quincy's therapy? I mean, we've seen the documentary. Mm-hmm. And, um. Well, for those that didn't. Didn't see the Quincy. Well, if you haven't seen the Quincy Jones documentary, first and foremost, you should absolutely turn that documentary on and watch that. Uh, but, I mean, I, that part of it was dope that he yeah. used for the album. That the, the interlude with Quincy talking, um, talking about his relationship with women and how it affected him. He didn't realize that until later on in his life. Mm how his relationship of not having his mother and his mother not being in his life affected his relationship with women. Um, I thought it was dope for The weekend to, to include that in his album, yeah. especially with his type of content and the shit that for he sure. talks about. I thought that that was cool to put that in the album. Um, especially because in my in my theory of how this album works with just this long-ass Coke party, um, <laughs> those are the people that are at the Coke party. Yeah. The people with abandonment issues. Abandonment issues, uh, That's heartbreak. That's why I've been to the Coke parties. Yeah, I mean, you know what it is. Like, The weekend is not giving you the same house of balloons, but it's like, it might be helium balloons now. It's not like, you know. Nah, to go back, house of balloons is the result of this album. After you do everything on this album, you then... Get go. into the depths of what House of Balloons is. This mm-hmm. that's the result. It's the backwards Star Wars theory on this one. You had you face all your abandonment issues on House of Balloons after you go through this party chasing the girl that doesn't really give a fuck about you, but will still let you beat, and that blows your mind because it's never happened to you before. Or he went through all of that, and now he understands. He recognizes why he went through all of that shit. Like, oh, I'm still heartbroken over this and yeah. I didn't have this in my life and I'm missing this and I'm chasing this feeling and mm-hmm. so it could be that too um yeah you're not mad at the girl you no. just you just mad she don't really like you because your mother never liked you exactly <laughs> and you don't understand that yet yeah you know what I mean you don't you haven't identified married, that yet so you already have another family right. <laughs> that's sick nah listen I analyzed that's this album sick. Weekend, man. <laughs> that's a sick ass thought man I think there's this is a very intricate track list and in how he did everything I 
literally picture this entire album in my mind of the weekend just running around the same club. Like, like just not could not figure out why this girl does not like him. Like track three is How Do I Make You Love Me? Yeah. Listen to that. How Do I Make You Love Me? And then Take Never My been. Breath. Mm-hmm. Is there yeah. someone else? Like <laughs> you gotta just look at the like look at the titles. Have Every you, angel is terrifying. Have you ever had a girl let you beat and you really liked it? And you're used to you're usually the one that leaves the situation. Mm-hmm. Like you'll fuck a girl and be like, oh, it's not working out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then that one time happens where you beat and she wants to leave and you can't figure out why the fuck she wants to leave. So now you become obsessed over it and almost fucking paranoid and you start liking the girl more because she fucking left and you don't know why. Yeah, because that's you, what this album is about to me. It's so to because me. of a man's ego. Like you just want to know why. Yeah. Like you want to know why she's leaving. Exactly. She just like it's just a kind of like tell me why you're leaving. And now I got to make you like me. Now it's now I got to prove some shit. Yeah. Which is terrible and that's just abandonment issues and that's what Quincy is talking about. Life is crazy. And then man. Jim Carrey at the end is like I told you you regret this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you ever stay out to the party till 4 like oh, I'll stay another hour. Then you get in the cab and you're like why did I stay out this late? <laughs> I think about that as soon as I get to the party. Like, why am I here? I told myself on the couch, yeah, don't like, get up. Why am I here? This shit is trash. This shit is terrible. Yeah. Every time I go out, I tell myself that. For sure. This this is the before hours. When you go out with us, more, you have fun. I have, well, <laughs> I have fun. I'm not going to say I don't have fun. But it definitely be like, yo, we could have did this somewhere else. It oh, could have sure. just been us somewhere. Yeah, like, yeah. We didn't have to come here with we like to give this 200 venue, other people. Yeah, this like, venue, this much money. Yeah, either. it's like, yo, we could have went somewhere else more low key. Like, I'm that guy now. I just hate being around a bunch of, because, it, yo, energy is a real thing, man. And like, sure. when you partying with a bunch of, like, somebody said something. They said, yo, if the whole thought of going out, like, just the whole process of actually going out to a club is built off of like anxiety Mm -hmm. like from dealing with the person at the door to getting in to getting a table all of that it's like by the time you go through all of that energy and emotion of dealing with people you want to drink you're like i need a drink yeah and then if like you're in the club so like i don't drink so if you're in the club sober being in the club sober is the worst shit in the world well you don't be sober though i mean i smoke but that's a different it's though. A different that, it's it's yeah, different. Yeah. It's different yeah. than drinking. I never understood people that could be sober. I can barely be drunk in the club. Being sober yeah. in a club sober. is I the worst. Fuck like the music. You be like, yo, this shit is loud. Is uh, you notice everything when you sober? Like, yo, this shit is loud. This girl is pissing me off. Like, why is she yelling? Why is she walking around barefoot? Like, somebody's <laughs> throwing up over here. What club yeah. you at? Oh, that's that's every club. That's every night. I mean, the the club crowd is almost like the frequent flyer crowd to me, like. You just literally at every checkpoint, you're complaining about something. Everything. And all, and all you're doing is talking to strangers about the similar complaints. And that's how you form bonds. And it's like, why are we doing this in the mm-hmm. first place? Why do we continue to do this to ourselves? It's just weird, man. Like you you go to complain. Right. Because at the club, there's more people complaining than having fun. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's mad people looking at everyone going like, oh, these people are so fake. I'm so sick. Of-. Nah, we're all fake. Yeah. We're, you're here too. And now it's nasty because everybody's on their phone. Mm. Like you go to a party now, everybody's on their phone. Security's on Unless their phone. Unless Carl's DJ. Then they're, well, da- Carl, then they're dancing, and twerking, is... they're crying. No, if Carl. <laughs> Talk about their dad touched them. Like it's. Small. Well, yeah, what, what party is that? <laughs> my New Year's Eve party. It was great. Oh my God. Wait, seriously? I want to know how Maul would have moved in that party. You would have had fun at that one. Because like no one was on with, their phone. Women like talking about their dad touched them? I was joking. Oh, okay. That, was a, that was a different party. I'd have been on my phone calling the Uber quick. Like, I, I, know, I, that I was, know where this is headed. Listen, you guys put me in a room in LA with a girl that told me she just had an abortion. So I don't want to hear from any of you. That was <laughs> sick. 
It'd be some sick shit going on, D. Like, you don't even I'll see. I'll be, be in my hotel This is what sleep. I'm saying. It'd be some sick shit going on out here, man. Well. Like, I don't ever want to know. Like, just telling somebody you just had an abortion is just crazy. Who wants to hear that? Why are you telling us that? Maybe I'm very pro-life. It's your eyes. She looked in your eyes. And she your felt eyes. Kind, I have kind eyes. You have kind eyes. Like, she just felt eyes. like she was in a safe space. No, people can see. I, there's uh, people I run into who are like, oh, I can see a certain sadness about you. So I can relate. Yeah. I think she saw that and was like, abortion. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, okay. That was a little fast. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Tell me about how you guys broke up first. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Your boyfriend, not the baby. Yeah. yeah. All right, so who else? Are you? Uh, Gunna, Gunna, Gunna put out an album. I don't know if you heard it, but I, I was it, telling Damaris. I, I like it, man. I like the Gunna album. Before we and get I'm not Gunna. A, I'm not a huge Gunna fan at all. Uh, I mean, I recognize he's talented, but this album is, I like it. I was very surprised. I was like, yeah, I, I wasn't going to listen to it, but I was like, yeah. you know what? Let me let me get into the, the, to the Gunna wave a little bit and see. Yeah. Because I've, I've heard songs and I'm like, he could obviously make records. For sure. Um, Tell the audience your hot take. My hot, I don't know if it's a hot take. I don't think he yeah, said was, it, and I didn't think it was a hot yeah, take. Yeah, me and Roy spoke about it. It's not a hot take. I said, uh, in talking to Damaris uh, earlier, I said, um, I think Gunna makes better albums than Little Baby. He makes better records. Little Baby is obviously a better rapper. I think Little Baby's last album, I have to listen to this Gunna one, was the first time I felt like, oh, Baby's an artist for real. He can make... Mm -hmm. No, I, yeah, But prior yeah, to that, I always thought, yeah, Gunna makes better songs, I think I think Gunna is just a better I think rapper. Gunna's the better, better song maker. Mm. Lil Baby's the better rapper. Yeah, I don't think that's a crazy. Yeah, I don't, that's I not a hot take. Would, would that's agree. not a hot take. But listening to this Gunna album, I really like this album a lot. I was really surprised at how good it was. Um, a couple records on it that I really like. I'm listening to it for the last three days, like he, he he put together a really dope project, man. The features are dope. Twenty One Savage has been. I thought that Twenty One Savage's verse on Ross's album was probably Twenty One Savage's best verse. But the have verse, you heard his, his verse on Cole's album? The verse that he 21 got. Twenty One Savage could rap, bro. I know. No, people, I know you pure. His album kill was dope. Me. He put out a good album. Twenty One Savage could rap. Yeah, it no, may he not can. be the way you want to hear rap. Yeah, but no, Twenty One Savage is saying some shit the, and rapping. I still think the verse on Ross' album might be his best. His best verse, though. It's a good verse. Yeah, I think that might be. Re his revisit best verse. that Cole one though. He was getting in the same shit Quincy was getting into. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna check it but out. He would say, "Dog, I only fuck with hoes because that's that's the bitches that accept me." Okay. Like I like you. You good girl chick. You. Yeah, you're not for me. Yeah. No, he gets into this gonna album. This gonna album is really good though. I'm not gonna lie, I really like this album. How's how's the Chloe record? The Chloe record was dope. Uh the record with him and um Kodak is dope. The record with him and uh Chris Brown and Young Blue is, is dope. I like Young Blue. The So Far Ahead Empire record is dope. A lot of cake was dope. So it's a classic. No, no, I'm not gonna say <laughs> that. But this is, this is a good album. This is a good album, man. So this is basically it takes a nation. No, this is um. I think that this album. If, if, if Weekend is Thriller, then no, nah, see, I got no. Okay, yeah, I don't know what Timbaland. Again, Timbaland just had a moment. <laughs> he had a moment. I do love real. that the uh, going to the basketball game together rollout still has not died. It's still as far as extremely successful. Because mm -hmm. I saw Chloe was on the album, I was like, oh shit, Chloe's on the album, and I was like, oh, they went to the game together. This was already planned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you got to go to the game, sit courtside. You know how it is, man. Listen, man. Chris Brown and Rihanna put put out Ain't Nobody's Business after that shit and then sat courtside on Christmas. Yeah. Yo. 
That wasn't we, hard. How come, that was yo, how come the picture of them? You know how we have like all those iconic pictures and all that shit of I our time. I want that shit hanging in my house. Like that needs to be on an Urban Outfitters t-shirt. That needs to be in the moment. Yeah, dog. The two of them at the game on Christmas Day. Like Karuchi home baking cookies. Yeah. That's wild, man. <laughs> Some sick shit going on in our culture, man. Y'all, <laughs> like y'all don't sit back and really think about the shit that goes on, man. Here's the thing: I don't think the celebrities are the sick ones. I think they identify how sick we all are and just cater to our sickness. Well, the celebrities just find a way. They're, they're like us. They just find a way to uh, talk about how sick they are better. And they make, yes. us, they make us dance to them saying how sick they are. But I think that's the celebrity genius at the end of the day. It's not their actual talent. It's identifying what is sick about us and then... Putting entertaining it over a nice us. melody. Yeah, yeah. Putting it yeah. <laughs> putting like, a nice melody. So ain't nobody's business. And then we're gonna go to the game yeah. together on Christmas Day, which is like the when number one viewed yeah, shit watching. ever yeah. in the fucking Staples Center. Mm -hmm. That's the sickest thing ever, bro. <laughs> Listen, man, you know, the artists, celebrities are humans too, man. They just wanna have fun, do their own thing. They just in the spotlight and things get magnified differently. That's yeah. all. And that's how I had to respect Roddy Rich, because they tried to get him with the uh the at the game rollout. With Sweetie. He was sleek. Roddy said, I was there first. <laughs> no, he didn't. He fucking lied. His response is like, I, I sat down first. He was sleek <laughs> for some of that game. I was at that game in LA. He was sleek. <laughs> you seen Roddy taking a <laughs> he was sleek. catching some Z's? I, I promise y'all, Roddy Rich was sleek for some of that, some, some of that game. I'm telling you, he had his shades on, but he was sleek. Hey, you know what's funny? I don't think he does like, I don't think he's one of them drug kids either. He was mm -hmm. probably just really like, tired. Tired. <laughs> tired. And they probably, like you said, they make you go there, sit courtside. Mm -hmm. Like, put your big chain on, put some yeah, shades yeah, yeah. on, and just sit down. Sit next to Sweetie. He was asleep. He was definitely asleep. I was, when they asked him that, and that response, I was there first, is the funniest fucking response <laughs> to a seat ever. Yeah. That's something he was But saying. it's real, though. Like, nigga, I didn't know she was coming. I was here, and then they tapped me and said, yo, Sweetie, we're going to sit Sweetie next to yeah, Like, all right, cool. We hit the same scalper out front. <laughs> what you want from me, bro? Sweetie hitting the scalper is crazy. <laughs> yo, you got some court sides available? Oh, man. Can uh, Since you guys were listening to the Gunner album all weekend, can someone explain what P is to me? What P? I saw that all over my timeline. Like, do something dope, and then insert P. Like, if you are loyal, that's P. I've if... Uh, you don't fuck don't know other that, bitches yeah. in a relationship. That's I don't know that sling. I don't know oh. what that means. I don't know what P means. Is it? Is it? Is it? Where's Julian? When we need. I don't know pressure. I don't know. It seemed like it was a great. They they basically took the weekend away from Justin Leboy. I see what their their social team was doing over there with Gunner, and I applaud it. They was just taking the meme game. Yeah, it was quiet for your brother this weekend. Yeah, everything was on Gunner. <laughs> Gunner had it in a smash. Yeah. Justin LeBoy and Justin LeMan could not speak at all. Justin LeMan. That's <laughs> like, a nasty ass name. That's Biggs. That's Biggs. Uh, AKA. You ain't know. <laughs> Justin LeMan. I'm sitting up here like, who's Justin LeMan? Like, not Biggs. But yeah, I just saw those memes. Yeah, everywhere. we got to find out what P means. So Damaris found out what it meant. Mm -hmm. P means player or pimp. Yeah. Pimp and player. What else was it, Damaris? Uh, uh, pure. Pure. Keep it pure. Keep it pure. See, you don't keep it pure enough. How, how could something mean pure and pimping? <laughs> That's the beauty of our culture. Mm -hmm. No, it's amazing. That's the beauty of our culture right there, Rory. We can just take words. Sometimes keeping it pimping is keeping it pure. And you got to be play at the same time you're keeping it pure. Yeah. And pimping. And player can mean multiple women or not lying to any women. See, we about to fall into a I'm whole... I'm just saying it can see, go to a bunch of different ways. About to fall into a whole different conversation now, Rory. Because keeping a player... 
means you're keeping it real with all of them. But then also a we player is somebody start, that has a bunch of women that he's not keeping it real with. Yeah, we got to start calling out like my dudes like I'm keeping it player. Because a lot of the times you ain't keeping it player. You just saying you keeping it player, but you you emotional. Oh, for sure. And keeping it player, a big part of keeping it player is not being emotional at all. And I think that's the part that a lot of people forget. Like keeping it player means cool. Like I'm not, no matter how this goes, I'm not going to mm-hmm. get ruffled. My feathers are not going to ruffle. I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to stalk you. I'm not going to be texting you, blowing your phone up. Keep it cool. Well, here's the thing. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to cop to all of that. But I used to front like I didn't give a fuck and I was player. I, I want I give a fuck. I'm not one of those people with anything. I give a fuck. And I'm emotional. 100%. I'll admit all, all the time? I fronted, uh, yeah. But I, I can control my emotions. It does not mean that they're not there and that I don't express them. No, I'm not stalking you. I'm not fucking mm-hmm. calling you 30 times. I'm not one of those people just because right. I have, have things to do that day. But <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like, right. that just takes a lot of free time to, mm-hmm. to do that. But I am 100% emotional. I think and that, I think that's a, a more P thing, if you will. Like, I will admit when I'm it, hurt, and I will tell you why I'm hurt. Keeping it purely emotional. Yes. A double P. <laughs> I'm yeah. a PPP loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keeping it yeah. purely emotional. I get Loan it. out my emotions. I think that, uh, you know, it's funny. A lot of the times you listen to, we listen to the music that we listen to, and, you know, a lot of these artists be talking that player shit, and mm. they, you know, they're a pimp, and this, they got all the women, and... But it's like when you meet some of the women they deal with in real life and like they start showing you like text messages, you're like, that's not him. That's not him. <laughs> that can't be him. That's him. It happens way more than y'all think it does. Yeah, that, I wish people when, understood that. Though. And not like I've ever asked for it. Women will just show me. Yeah. Because like when you're just friends with women, mm-hmm. you have a different relationship with them. Absolutely. And they're also used to men not just wanting to be friends with them. Mm-hmm. So then they just look at you like you the gay bestie. And I'm like, yo, I don't need to see that. But that's hysterical. <laughs> it's funny when you start like, wait, nah, that's not him. Yeah, man. And you're like, yo, you, you got me fucked up. You just met him like last week. But you, How you got him fucked up in a week? But you do know like artists by definition are the most emotional people on earth. That's sure. why the, that's, that's why it's why so funny. So For sure. But that's why rap is so funny because it's like, all right, you're never supposed to talk about crimes. That's the rule. Mm-hmm. And rap is only talking about crimes or rap is supposed to be this machismo, macho shit. Mm-hmm. Yet you're an artist. <laughs> right. You're, you're an emo fuck. I don't care what you do if you are into art. You have to have There's some emotion, some emotion to be a good artist. Absolutely. So that's why it's just the, the catch-22 of hip-hop, back to how words can mean two different things in the culture, is, it's great. It's just funny. Because those are the most emotional people. Absolutely. Like, I don't know if you want to say on mic or off. I'll say Future is a emotional motherfucker. Like, he's not this oh, fucking... But I think we know that. I think the cat's out the bag. <laughs> he's not one. this, like, crazy, toxic, fuck mad bitches. I don't care. No, he's... No, he's 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 he doing that. every last one of his baby mothers yeah, he's, No, he's constantly. doing that, but he's... He is, there's also a lot of emotion behind that off the mic. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the part that a lot of dudes don't see. It's like, y'all listen to this shit if y'all want to. In the, it sounds great blaring through the speakers in the club and everybody's drinking, smoking. See them text messages, though. What's um what's the future song on Certified Lover Boy that I love? Way too sexy. No, the other one. <laughs> oh, God, oh, I Jesus, thought that was no. just shit. My the bad. other one. <laughs> on Certified Lover Boy? When he he says on the hook, she'll fuck me for that AP. She'll fuck me for that oh, AP. Uh, she'll fuck oh, me for that AP. Shit. No, Future killed that shit. That record is incredible. Into deep. That's my one shit. One of my favorites off that album. I don't think people are listening to Future. They're listening. He's crying out. Well, she'll fuck me for the AP. He's not happy about that. 
He's disgusted with his life and disgusted with the people that are around him. <laughs> Being the, disgusted he is that screaming, she's fucking for a watch. Like y'all are hearing a hook. I am hearing help. Like help me. Like look who I'm around. She'll fuck me for that AP. He's crying. I mean, he just like got some bad bitches that'll fuck me for the AP. I don't think he's crying. Yes, he is. And bad bitches, yes, he is. 100%. And bad bitches is is subjective. Have you ever seen a comedian tell an amazing joke, an amazing bit that has a dark undertone to it? Mm-hmm. He didn't react that way when this story happened. Like he's really hurt about this. He's just making a joke about it. Artists, it may sound good on the record. Yeah, it wasn't it's, good it's when it com- happened. Yeah, it's coming from a place of hurt. He as was running around his house upset that all these bitches just want to fuck him for an AP. <laughs> I would be upset too. I would. I'd be I, livid. <laughs> I would be upset too if all these bitches just wanted to fuck me for a watch. I would be like, all right, man, where's my life at? Like, do I have any value? Yeah, like just, I'm here. Like somebody talk to me. Do you view me of any substance? Yeah, like somebody have a conversation with me. Like get to know me. Speaking of the, the player shit, uh, Andre 3000 on Deuce's remix. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it player. I won't tell you all the details. The seven verses before him told you every detail every you could detail. ever fucking think of of well, every relationship they were ever in. Well, that's why 3000 is, is different. Because he oh, no, he that. went on to tell some details. Yeah, Don't get it twisted. You know, he did, but he, he heard all those other verses. And he was like, oh, that's what y'all doing? All right, I'm not doing that. Can we... Uh-oh. Can I give a, a hot take? Sure. And it's, it's one I really Is it feel. a hot take, though? It's not a, It's not the hot take of reason saying Fab is better than Andre 3000. Okay. We're not, we can get into that later. It's okay. not one of those hot takes. Okay. Deuce's remix is terrible. <gasps> to get that crew of legends together and for each of them to spit one of their worst verses ever as a collective is a foot in itself. See, Three now, Stacks isn't even that good on that. See, now I got to listen to it. It's been so long since I heard that Fab record. starts his verse out with Drizzy Voice. <laughs> <laughs> nah, all right. All right. Kanye comes in after. You had to remember the time of when it happened. Mm-hmm. Talk about emotional. That whole Amber shit was happening publicly. He came on that Deuce's remix. Didn't even think about rhyming. You know what? You're a bitch. <laughs> get, your, get your shit right You off. know what? Get your shit off. <laughs> Yeah, it's therapy. Then Drake took that fucking amazing beat and was like, 40, let's ruin it with some keys. It was not. I just landed. I'm sitting in my hotel room. Nah, Man, nah, get nah, Tiger's nah, verse back on this shit. I can't let you do that. Now we got, I got to listen to it. I can't That's let you why do Tiger, Tiger talked the shit that. he need to because he bodied T.I., Drake, Ross, Three Stacks, Kanye, he bodied everybody on that. Kevin McCall bodied everybody on that. Kevin McCall, his, his verse was dope on that. Yeah. I remember that. I like Drake's verse. I think Drake yeah. has the best verse on the remix. I like Drake's verse, sort of. But I enjoy Kanye's the best. But like but... when that beat knock, and then we just got to stop for the breakdown. This was a classic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you was around for this, just that intro. Y'all wasn't outside. Shit. <laughs> this was that shit. All that for the Who was on Twitter when that came out? Oh, <laughs> me for sure. Oh, my. All face. that bullshits for the birds. You ain't nothing but a vulture. <laughs> you heard Chris getting his shit off. That had been the most tweeted bar I think of all time. <laughs> that, One of them for sure. IG caption highest ever. But let's get to the actual remix. We already know what Chris did on that shit, and we know what Tiger did. Put some respect on his name. Who wants to see Tiger in a versus? I know you're mad, but the world. One thing I can say about Tiger is no matter what, when he comes out with a single, it's going to be a hit. 
it's gonna ring. Yeah, off. no, he keep a record for sure. Yeah, no, it's obvious. <clears throat> Andy, all right, man. Drake's one of my favorite of all time. But when this beat knock, save this for the last verse. We're, we're, in our, we're in our we're in our bag. We love this song. Now all of a sudden, we just gotta have this. What you mean? I ain't call you. He killed that. Were you a hater? This is a whole new song. Just change the song. But that was hard. So though. that shit was hard. Yeah, that part was hard. I like the breakdowns in songs, and that one not on this beat. <laughs> that, yeah, and that then don't hard. tell me, don't Yo, tell me you in your nah. hotel room. <laughs> but you gotta realize he, that was coming off of I think. Was Marvin's room out back then? Oh, mm. ooh, that took me back. Was that? I think this was pre-Marvin's room. I think it was pre-Marvin's room, too. This was definitely pre-Marvin's room. Marvin, Look that up. Yeah. Because Marvin's room was like, yeah. Nah, Drake killed that. Now I'm remembering it. I'm waiting in my hotel room. Seems like... <laughs> Come on, he don't man. rap like that. Come no on, more. man. He don't. He don't <laughs> rap like that. No that's he rap better. That's romantic. Yeah. I think she'll be able to tell soon. But I fuck you right. God I will. I fuck you right. I will. Alright. And me without no breaks. Ooh, I'm with. For goodness sakes, you with all those curves. And me without no breaks. Ooh, I'm with. I, I was a, that was my picture caption for years. When the nigga say, "Don't hit all those curves," picture. don't look at me in my eyes. Don't, but don't, but don't <laughs> say it like a verse that says yeah. "ooh" after he hits the brakes. <laughs> yeah, but you can't look me in my eyes after he say it with all them Fair. curves. Ooh, like you don't say "ooh" and say you like this verse. <laughs> it's funny hearing how niggas used to rap and how they rap now. He smoked this. I, I, I really am just joking. You, you feel like you, but. This is just, I don't know. This felt like around, I think I still had PTSD from Swagger Like Us. So you was kind of off the whole posse? Uh, yeah, like I was still like, well, all they're going to do is get together and not do anything good. Because <laughs> they're all going to be scared, like, eh, it's competition, I don't really know like what I should do here. Ross was on that too, right? Yeah. Play a little bit of Ross. I forget, like, hearing these records now, I'll be forgetting how it started, but as soon as I hear it. like the chimney, we used to be... I just want to get to yay. You know what, yo? You a bitch. You should have a travel agent, cause you a trip. You should make your own toilet tissue since you the shit. But all you got is some fucking issues, you fucking bitch. He felt that. Yeah, he felt that. Yeah, but it's like, why you so Is that keeping it P? Is it keeping it P? No. That was not keeping it P at all. That was keeping it D. Nah, man. He's expressing how he feels. Yeah, but you, come on, fam. That shit wasn't even a hard ball, though. No, it, no, no that shit didn't was rhyme. He was just mad. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like that shit wasn't even hard. That shit was just like, uh, we know who he talking about. Cause that's when those verses was the thing, like, who he talking about? Oh yeah, no, this was but this was at the that was of a, that shit. Yeah, like, oh, who he talking about? That was like when fucking uh what's on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy with John Legend. Blame game. Blame, blame game. game. Oh like, my blame god. Blame game came out. It was like Oof. tearing this poor girl apart. <laughs> like blame we can we can was... see her. <laughs> This and ain't wasn't, a stranger. Wasn't Chris Rock on on the uh yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was where my Instagram name, my alias came from. Maris taught him. Came from me. Back in the day. Mm -hmm. What'd you teach him? Yeah, what you taught him, Maris? <laughs> Man, go ahead. What you what? <laughs> I want to know your what class. Was what was your master class? What <laughs> 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 the Maris was up there teaching. I want to know. That's crazy. That's very funny. Kanye really came out and said, Jay finally got it through my head, not to run my mouth. And then that nigga spent the rest of his career running his mouth. Mm -hmm. He didn't listen to Jay. Me at all. He ain't get it through his head at all. No. <laughs> not once. Nope. Now he actually continues to talk about Jay. <laughs> he went to talk about Jay instead. Oh, oh I love Jay. And I'm talking shit. That Deuces remix was cool, but I will say that just shows how crazy the real Deuces was because 
the original is far better than a remix with every legend from that era. When's the last good posse cut where everybody actually had good verses? Who was it? Touch it. Touch it. Touch it. No. The last one? No. <laughs> well, let's define posse cut. It has to be at least more than four, right? And, four. and, and are like we making a three. record or are we rapping? You said making a record. Like, there's records now with four artists on it. Like, is all of the lights a posse cut? Because there's like seven legends on it, but it's not a posse cut. I'm no. saying like where people were rapping, let's put a hook or a sample in there. You have to have a verse. Full verse. Monster? Oof. Yeah. Is that a posse? That's a song. It's not a posse cut. All right, so now that's I'm not confused. A, that's not so a what are we talking cut. about? So what? All right, so Band from TV was a posse cut. It was a four bar loop, and they just kept rapping. <laughs> that's a posse cut. Reservoir Dog is a posse cut. I think A Train is a posse cut. So, so do you think Deuce's remix one? is a posse cut? In a when rap went very emotional, yes, that would be considered a posse cut. Yeah, that was that was a posse cut. <laughs> that's a though, sick posse cut. Yeah. The last, but then again, say it again. Fucking problems, I guess, would be a posse cut. That's a posse. If fucking I'm being, problems I'm is a posse a, cut, I'm being too much of a purist on that. Yeah, I, I fucking so. problems, I guess, is a posse cut. Then because we were saying who got cut. who on it, and it was like a club record. If 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 I feel like we just got one not too long ago, a posse cut. Oh, we're stupid and don't remember things. Yeah. No, music comes out every fucking day now. <laughs> it's hard to fucking. Remember. Who would put out an album? I mean, Russ's entire album is a posse cut. <laughs> yeah. That's just no, one. we just got one though. That we Monster was... is definitely a posse cut. If fucking problems is a posse cut, then Monster is a posse cut. How? Rick Ross has two bars in the beginning, and then you get a Jay, Nicki, and Kanye verse. Three artists. Rick Ross. Ross have a whole... No. He just, like growls and then We just got a like posse cut not too long ago, but I, I can't remember. But Deuce's remix is uh is one of the most legendary posse cuts though. Most emotional posse cut. Oh, it's, it's, it's emotional be over for though. sure. It's for gotta sure. be over four though. Well, I don't know. Would the one blood remix be the longest uh, oh posse cut of God. all time? That that's not, that's more than a posse cut. Only game would be the one to pull that off. How long is that? How long is that record? An hour and a half. That record has to be two days long at least. For sure. You, like, you really can go to sleep that. and he wake up and niggas. Long. You go to sleep and wake up, niggas are still rapping. You're like, all right, fam, I'm cool. Listen, if Sirius give us a real radio show to fill up the first week, I'm just playing one blood remix. I'm gonna leave the studio. That's all you need. <laughs> just play one blood, leave, go on vacation, come back. It'll be two minutes left in the record, for sure. <laughs> ah, right, you could probably still discover new rappers from that today. Off the, on, off the one, one blood, blood remix. Game was calling everybody for a verse. Listen, that shit, and he did that on purpose. Unfortunately, we, we had to hear a Millie from every rapper that we didn't want to hear from. Oh, no. Would a Millie be Millie considered days. a posse cut? No, it was once it was just Wayne, and then everyone decided to take the beat and rap over it. Wayne didn't ask nobody to do that shit. On no a remix. Corey Guns was on that, right? No, he was on six. No, for that seven was foot. six. Foot. Oh, six oh, for seven. God, okay. y'all are bringing me back to when he was teaching him. Corey got <laughs> off on that. Corey did. He got off. I on think that. six foot seven foot is better than. A Millie, but that's just me. It is. I do too. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's went, not a hot take. No. I don't know. That ain't no hot take. Sorry. Fuck, fuck no. I apologize. <laughs> that's definitely not a hot take. <laughs> no, nah, Corey definitely went off on that. Um, but yeah. All right. So we figured out what P is. I'm still sticking with with Deuce's remix being very underwhelming. When do y'all go back to Deuce's remix? 
I play it regularly. I haven't I haven't heard that record in a long time. I play it regularly. You talking about it definitely brought up like a lot of old. Like I remember where I was at when that shit came out. What was going on? Mm-hmm. What everybody was wearing, what the fashion looked like. And that's when G Shocks was going crazy. Uh, what? That Every was G Shock era. Every color. And the fake ones look real. Yeah. And they were so cheap you didn't Where need to have a fake, fake one. G-Shock is... <laughs> nah, they had the fake G-Shocks. No, I know they had them. But I was in high okay. school, But so wearing we the fake G-Shock shit. is crazy. Yeah, but you're... All right, how old were you when G-Shocks came out? Not when they came out, but when they were, like, repopping again. Well, 2010? 10, yeah. I was 28, 29? Yeah. Some of us were 18 and, you know, maybe didn't have much money. Mm-hmm. So we bought fake G-Shocks. From the mall or from Canal Street. Oh, that's just crazy, though. Wearing a fake G-Shock. It's crazy. how much was G-Shock? 80 bucks at most. Yeah, like, that's also wearing a fake one. Like, come on, fam. You just, you know why I don't understand but people they, wearing fake they look, shit? They looked, they were the only watch that was fake that looked identical. Because G-Shocks yeah. are plastic. Yeah, that's all I was saying. That's why I doesn't, wearing a fake G-Shock so what, is almost was pointless. it really fake? Yeah, like, exactly. That's what I was about to say. How do you even know? But exactly. I don't understand why people wear fake shit because... It's like, why, just don't wear it. Just don't buy it. I yeah, like, what the just, fuck? I'm, I'm with the, that, too. What is the point of... That's a, a mental, that's a mental disease. Wearing fake shit is a mental disease. It's a, it's a Quincy it's Jones a, abandonment. It's, bro. Shit. Just it's don't validation. wear it. Why are you wearing that shit? Well, jewelry, I don't understand it. But I do get it. The, the rich people that wear fake jewelry. I get it. I don't, Here's why I get it. I know what you mean, Here's but that's why still I get stupid. It. I know what you I mean. I wouldn't do it. But I get it. You get it because they have the money, obviously, to buy it. On top of that, you're a target. Yeah. Someone's going for it. If you lose that on a night out, just oh, don't wear well. it. Well, some of us are not tough and we want to wear jewelry more. <laughs> I remember my homeboy, my homeboy was in town visiting, I won't say his name, but he had on like a really, really expensive watch. Mm. The watch was probably about $70,000. And, um, but it was no diamonds. It was just like, you know, one of those type of watches. It was just a, a plain Audemars. Mm. He wants Did a girl fuck him for the AP? Is that what happened? Probably. Okay. He wants me to walk with him through Harlem, through the projects. He's like, yo, come on, let's walk over there. Let's go see. I'm like, fam, all right, we're we gonna get in the in the car. Like, I'm not walking with you through no projects. He's like, well, I'm like, bro, you got a $70,000 watch on. I'm not scared, I'm smart. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, yo, what are you? He like, yo, but it's no diamonds, nobody gonna know. I'm like, bro, you got the streets twisted. Word. And he didn't understand. Like, I'm like, bro, you have a $70,000 watch on. Like, but my thing is. So you lined him? No, hell oh. no. I would never do <laughs> that's like that. Tough, but I, but that's my thing P, was, if, if somebody, if somebody, like you said, if you're wearing a fake one because if you get robbed, but it's yeah. like, why even wear it? Well, then that's the embarrassing part when the person that robs you knows how to use the internet. Mm-hmm. And now you have to deal with, I really robbed this guy for some fake shit. <laughs> yeah, but because you know the person has money, it doesn't matter. Mm. But my thing is, you just don't wear anything at all. Like that's why I never understood people wearing fake watches and jewelry or fake clothes. Because it's like, bro, you could wear a lot of other regular shit and still look good. But I think just with their success rate of wearing fake shit and the things and attention that came to them, mm-hmm. makes them think I should just do this moving forward until the time comes that they're robbed and everyone finds out it's fake. Like even like Damn my favorite cold, Ross bar is on that shit when he said to Bourbon, I found out your watch was fake, and then. He, he doesn't even grunt. It he sighs. Like, he sighs. <sighs> like, I felt Ross. <laughs> and at that time, Birdman was a billionaire. Yeah, but it's still like, it's, it's, it goes back to what I'm saying. It, why even why even have anything fake when you got mm. that type of money? Just don't just don't have it at all. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, y'all, you, people know you got money. You mm. don't need to wear a fake watch because you might get robbed. So yeah. let them rob you for some fake shit. Like, just don't wear nothing. Fam, I drive a Mazda still. Right, and it's gonna remain that. Oh, way. the Mozzie, the Mozzie spin the block, 
Split the block. I, this is I still Ferrari. go to Harlem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody going to rob you out. <laughs> you safe in Harlem, man. I, I'm aware I'm safe in Harlem. Is very, Harlem is a very... Well, now, hold on. It's still certain blocks that uh, yeah that uh, how, you know, how? little niggas be doing that shit nigga with the mm-hmm. <laughs> you know with the with the pistol out nigga yeah. that little dance right there when you see them niggas doing that that's the demon babies the niggas that be doing all that shit yes yeah them niggas will <laughs> no, give you an issue for sure that's how you know <laughs> they give you an issue dancing with the Glock out is just hilarious though like think about that like where we at in our culture where niggas is dancing with the pistols out I used to be terrified of blocks when I'd see grown men on like small BMX bikes and shit that was just always a yeah. Sign to me like, oh, I'm in a neighborhood. I probably this isn't the one. Yeah. When grown men was on those type of bikes. Yeah. Now it's just it's right in the air. Like, no. oh, that, that's a gun and he's dancing. I know <laughs> that, that dance. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know they that dance. They not even hide it no yeah. more. It's like you that know you got it was on them. Just in a Rico yeah. trial. Yeah. With the little the little body strap joints. The, use, the body uh the body oh cross. What do you call it? Cross body bags. The the. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah. Did, you know when I really got terrified? Not when I was around G Unit and they was wearing real bulletproof vests. I'm terrified now because these young kids wear fake bulletproof vests as a fashion statement. That's why I'm terrified. Y'all really don't care about y'all lives. Because <laughs> you could really put the Kevlar on and still have the same fashion statement. Yeah. You're wearing fake bulletproof vests while dancing with a pistol. Well, you can't... Well, as, as crazy as it sounds, you can't have a real bulletproof vest. I'm aware. It's but a, you also can't have you a can gun. You can also have an illegal yeah. pistol <laughs> while say, you dance but on 116th Street. Exactly. It's just crazy, man. I, I don't know, man. It's, Can someone explain the fake bulletproof vest trend to me? Somebody, it's, it's I know just, it looks good on the dirt bike. Yeah, it's just. But for if the you look. fall on the dirt bike, that's not gonna help at all. Not gonna help you at all. No, it's just for the, it's just for the look. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But you know, I I can understand why the young dudes wear that shit. It's for the look. I walked into the Donda show. Everybody I, had a Donda I thought there was. A, I thought it was a fucking bomb scare. Yeah, no. I, I turned around. Like, oh shit! Look. Is this what is here? No, it's just for the look. Security. It's yay security. They had you buttoned up in one, Rory. Don't do that. You had a Donda uh, vest on? Did not have a Donda vest on. Oh, okay. Because if, if I'm letting you know now, for pick surfaces I, of you <laughs> in a Donda bulletproof vest, you're not going to hear the end of it. I can assure you, I did not have a Donda vest. All, right, all, right, all right, cool. That's all I'm asking. I'm just asking now before I pick surfaces. I can assure you. Okay. All right. I believe you. I was the only one unprotected by, by the <laughs> Lord. By the Lord. <laughs> I did not have God, God's Kevlar. <laughs> Surrounding me, <laughs> yeah. But I felt like if everyone else had them on and I was in the circle, they they would block all the devil. Okay, I don't well they know couldn't block means, consequence, but... but other than that, yo, they, yo, how come no one with a bulletproof vest stop consequence? Here you go, here you go. You gonna find a way? <laughs> I let him rock. Anyways, there was something else I did want to talk about that I had on the list because not much happened really at all. But when does it ever? Oh, this was stupid, but I laughed. Who you taking, Jaheim versus Usher? You know, I saw that, and I started to text you because I didn't know if that was real or not. <laughs> um, but we got to pray for Jaheim. Mm-hmm. He needs a Donda bulletproof vest. Yeah, he he needs a he needs a Donda because what what who who told him that that was a good idea to put that out in the universe? Like who him. was with him, him and said, "Nah, I'm telling you, this is." They gon' they they want this him. They want this with the streets. And he and he said only the fans can get it done. It's it's on us now. Jaheim put it on us. Listen, man. He I, said he's right. He said and he put a time on it. One month. That's all Usher gets. My favorite part of that entire caption was, "Yo, it's nothing personal." No, <laughs> this is one thousand percent personal. Cause you're the only one that wants to see this. He happen. said Usher, nothing personal. 
listen, Jaheem has some records that we love. Love Jaheem. You know, he's had some some moments on the internet where we laughed at him. He has he, some uh, questionable, fashionable moments. and He brought some light to a, a very dark time of Whitney's funeral. We yeah. were all feeling it, and he, Posted he brought a picture some... And we, we, got, we got a good joke out of that. Yeah. So, Whitney laughed at you, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, we, we love Jaheem because it's like, we love you. You know what I mean? You're from our culture. You've had some 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 really dope records. Um, but uh, versus against Usher Jaheem. I mean, the person that gets ready for their friend's funeral and looks through the closet and goes, oh, purple. Probably not the brightest person. No, but it's 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 really a it's really a call for attention. That's what it really is. Like you want attention, you want uh, you know, you want the eyes to be on you, you want the focus on you. It's really a call for attention. For sure. That's all it is. But Jaheim, you have to understand that you will never be in a versus ring with Usher. It's never gonna happen. I mean, he could do it. Like he could play Usher's side. He could set up like two laptops. And no, like, he, he can could, do it he on his. He could do whatever he wants from his home for sure. He will never be on the same stage with Usher. No, that's not gonna happen. And, that, and you know, again, I like Jaheim. You got records that. We listen to still For sure. classic R and B records, but come on, man, Usher. So who do you put against Usher then? I think it would only be one person you could put against Usher, and that may be Chris Brown. Okay, that would be the only person that would be a a, a worthy opponent. Uh, please ignore my white face when I say this, Justin. Ah, no, I think I think Usher. I think just I think Justin is a better <laughs> opponent for Usher than Chris Brown is. Does the uh, wait, uh, sh- Justin is a better opponent than Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. Fuck no, wow. hell no. I think you sleeping on Justin a little bit. No, I'm not. I'm not sleeping on Justin at all. But I think Usher cleans Justin up. Usher, Usher cleans Usher wins. Chris up. Yeah. Usher wins. Well, Usher's Usher. Justin up though. But I'm saying a, a better opponent, Justin Tim. No. Okay, wait. Is Justin Timberlake playing in sync records? Of course. Justin Timberlake is playing. All records. Yeah. I, th- I still think Usher gets him out of there, though. Yeah, he Oh, no, I think does. Usher beats Chris and Justin, but... I, I Chris Brown Justin's... got a lot of fucking records, though. He does, but he's got a lot of in-the-moment records. Like, they was the biggest single that year, and then we stopped listening to them. I mean, he has a lot of timeless. Need. He has a lot of timeless ones, too. Don't get it twisted. But Usher has shit... Like, you could play Let It Burn right now, and that's, like, that's a point, and that wouldn't even be that high on Usher's... 20. Usher could play every single song on Confessions. The only worthy opponent to me, I mean, Justin Timberlake is Justin Timberlake. He's a fucking legend, but I think Usher Chris Brown. For the culture, Usher Chris Brown. Now, what would be interesting with that and how they could add another element, and I know we always talk about verses, add performance to it. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about about singing it. Like, dog, get your dancers, get your pyro, get your lights. You don't want to see Usher is cleaning Chris Brown the fuck up. Yo, y'all are tripping Here's saying that. I, Chris I was Brown about to say, not, I think that might have been what would help Chris. Nah. Yeah, Chris, Chris Brown, gets busy. I, yeah, of course Usher like, does. Chris can dance. He can dance his ass off. But Usher has that that Michael kind of Chris Brown is a better dancer than Usher. The st- whole Chris Brown can still stage. do backflips right now, today. Okay, he can <laughs> dance. But dancing and performing is a completely different yeah, thing. 
Y'all Usher, tripping. Usher captures the the audience. The what everything he does is so smooth. Chris gonna go on there, crump, backflip, backflip. Okay, but it's not. Nah, it's y'all a different know kind of I think y'all got Chris, y'all up, got Chris oh, fucked I think up. Y'all got, I think y'all got breezy y'all fucked got, up. Yeah, y'all got Chris <laughs> fucked up. Chris Brown. Nah, man. Chris Brown is a fucking entertainer, performer, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Chris Brown is one of them for okay. sure. Yeah. Listen. And I love Usher. I love Usher, but Chris Brown is uh, is a better dancer than Usher. You know what I mean? Like, well, I you think- could defi- define better dancer. He dances better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you want to break that down. Uh, his one-two step, he, he lands on the balls of his feet better. I don't know what the fuck you want to tell you. But you have to think that Chris Brown is a better dancer. Usher's a phenomenal entertainer dancer as well. That's why I think For those sure. two would be... But I think Usher's a better performer. The dancer. We got a dancer. You think right Usher's a better entertainer? Well, Usher's now is um I seen at his has at his Vegas uh residency. He's he's on stage performing and roller skating. That's some like, super come fly on, shit. Bro. That's, That's some super fly shit. shit. <laughs> like to not fall, like to you know what I mean, to be on And it's so smooth. Yeah, do like that. He, I, I just seen Rocky Thunder in Tao at the Halloween party on skates. And she didn't fall once. Drinking her hand. But that was yeah, but she but she doing <laughs> she, it was a whole crowd too. She but, had to skate through. <laughs> but was she you doing know, the to walk through Tao? Imagine being on roller skates. How does how did Rocky get down the steps? I have no idea. <laughs> Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> this was a long, it was a years ago on Halloween. And I was like, Rocky, have you, like, do you have shoes? She's like, nah, I'm on skates. Nah, you gotta, that, when you got them <laughs> on, you, you gotta sk- have them on. Skated down eighth? <laughs> <laughs> Skating down eighth is hilarious. Yeah, no, nah, but I, I, Usher is, he's, again, he's a legend, man, obviously, but I think, I think Chris Brown is a better, uh, is a better dancer, though. Like, I, th- I think Chris is just, he just one. I mean, they one in the same. It's, I don't know. This Usher. is such a mid two thousands podcast. We started <laughs> right. with debating Carter three classics. Well, we're going from the eighties, and we yeah, and we went through. Then, yeah. we, then we kept it P. Yeah, I can't say the stop new, saying that. I can't. I'm so stop, bad at the new yeah, slang. Stop saying that. Don't say that again. Um, What's so crazy is some of the people that make this slang are young are older than me. Is and they just you? no, but they just appear. But their target audiences. Yeah, they appear like they're younger than me. I'm getting old, man. I you know hard you for old, me to say. Gap. I'm old, man. I'm getting old, man. Cap is tough for me to say. Cap? No cap? Yeah, like, I say it jokingly. I mocked it's lit so much that now I say it's lit. And I mean it. We should we should bring, like, like the old slang. That's dope, it's a fresh. Yeah. It's a movie. Was, it's a, a Zuvi? Nah, the Zuvi was the... Don't ever say that in my presence. <laughs> nah. When niggas were saying Zuvi... Zuvi. Yo, bro, that was the nastiest era ever. The zoo in the movie? Nah, get the fuck out of Yo, here when with they that used shit, to, man. This might have been... Facebook era going into Instagram. When they, when movie and Zuvi wouldn't do it, then they added hashtag unwalkable. And I'm like, why would All I want right, to go see, there? See, see, see what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. See, when you let niggas do something, they just go too far. Unwalkable. Why would I want to be, I want to walk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere where I can't move. I'm not, I'm not going there. Zuvi. I want to know who the fuck. He was like, in a Zuvi though. He was in a couple Zuvis. Was I in a couple Zuvis? He, he was, was in a lot of Zuvis. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been in a Zuvi. He was in a Zuvi. Cause see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's certain parties you go to and you're like, this party was incredible. He was in Canal Room when it was a Zuvi. Canal Room was some good times. Exactly. It was a Zuvi in Canal Room. I, I'm not saying that. You're trying to get me to say Zuvi and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't understand. Like, I don't know. It's, wh- I want to know who was the first person to say Zuvi. Those are the a, people a, we a need promoter. to sit and interview. A, a, pro- <laughs> a promoter that gets girls drunk so he has an opportunity to try to sleep with them. Oh. While they're intoxicated, Ugh. that's that's who makes up those terms. Zuvi, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, we got to get into promoters one day. Mm-mm. Promoters, huh. we may need to do away with promoters. 
Are there still promoters? Of course. Really? Uh, they're they're working harder than they ever have before. No one wants to go outside. The only promoter <laughs> they gotta like really promote now. Yeah. They can't just call the bad bitch at the time and be like, she's bartending. Like they have to promote. Who's some of the promoters in New York right now? I, I'm I don't fuck with them. No, but I'm. I'm oh <laughs> damn! Okay, my bad. I, really I, really joking. I really don't even know who the <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's are. what I'm saying. I don't even know who the promoters in the city well, are. Well, nothing anymore. is going on in New York right now. Do we even have a New York spot? This is a very New yeah, York podcast. Yeah, but. um, Harbor is where everyone goes now. Harbor is the the club and there's spot. no promoter there. Nah, you just I mean if you and you never need to know the promoter if if you hang out in bad neighborhoods you just know security and security will let you in. Yeah, if you got to go to the promoter, you kind of a lame actually. I don't security know they, is how you really get it. <laughs> I don't even know if clubs still need. I I think you still need promoters at certain venues because certain venues still like to keep it like a kind of certain crowd. Oh, for sure, a certain mix of people. But I don't know if promoters are that's really a door person though. Sometimes the promoter will be the door person, but that's really what like Pergola is a spot that's lasted this long. They don't need a promoter anymore. It's gonna be packed with reservations every single day. They need someone at the door to be like, nah. And you may know that person. That doesn't really make them a promoter. I'm sure Harbor has promoters, though. Nah, you got the red Decembers on. We ain't letting you in. That's a Carl thing, man. I'm going in with Crocs. So. <laughs> oh, shout out to Slay. I finally got my Crocs. Oh. Yeah, I busted. Oh. I, bust <laughs> I bought mine today. You didn't, you didn't send you yours? No. Nah. You sure? They might be in my old address. I was going to say the old I was about address, to say, yeah. yeah. Nah, he, he definitely sent them. For sure. Oh, I'm gonna be tight. Because I bust one of the boxes open last week and I was like, oh shit. It I'm was... going to my old address after this. Yeah, it was a Soleil. He, he sent me the uh the crocs, so shout out to Soleil. He man, them shit just fire. They're comfortable? I, le yeah. I legitimately bought them this morning. Yeah. He he definitely sent them to you. All right, well, now I have two pairs. Yeah, he definitely. I hope he didn't send you. me the brown ones because I bought the brown ones. He sent me the white ones. Okay. Those are incredible. Yeah, no, those are super comfortable. I, I want to see you in crocs. Them. That's going to be funny. A airport flow. No, nothing but airport. to the pod? No way. What next Never. episode? Never, cause those ain't for it ain't for just moving around the city. Like I can't I can't do that. Yeah. If I'm getting in the car going to the airport and Heels traveling, be so dirty. but you yeah. I mean your feet don't touch the ground. You go from Uber to studio to crib. Like yeah, you don't move around the city. Yeah, no, nah, you would I, never. I still don't want to have I still don't want to have no Crocs on in the city. Nah, I just can't, man. I'm just I'm from in, a different in January. Era. Yeah, I'm not uh, on the ground. Nah, I'm not doing it. But airport, I can't wait to uh take another trip and and, and throw those on for sure. Just, just to take a trip, just airport. throw them on. Yeah, just the airport. I just want to be. I like because you never know how much walking you're doing until you get to the airport. I always get and then you like, oh my god. And and flying out of New York, sometimes LaGuardia, you never know which terminal they're gonna have you going out of. Worm. And that shit is all over the place. But um, yeah, shout out to Slay. Um, it was something else. I wanted to talk uh, speaking about. of Slay, which I guess kind of connects in an internal way. Uh, Jay Electronica told me that if you do not come to the show tonight, you are an open enemy to the NOI and you are deemed a white man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I That's guess an I got, exact quote from I, Jay Electricity. I, I guess I got to go to the show tonight. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a white man. Like, so I guess I guess I got to go see him perform tonight. Um, I, I didn't even know he was performing uh, until yeah. you told me that. Um, he had had a show when um, that hurricane hit New Orleans last, was that October or November mm -hmm. of last year? And he canceled it because he went down to help with his family and everything. So okay. they, they pushed it to... And now, so shout out to Jay Electronica. Yeah, now I'm gonna go check him out. Uh, I have I never I've never seen Jay Electronica perform live. Actually, now that I think about it, I think maybe at SOBs like years and years and years ago. I've never seen them live. Let's make this more New York. Is SOBs open? I would is think it so. Still right? closed? I think it is. No, I think, I think it, it's open. Performances? 
I think I think I seen somebody on my timeline. Huh? We yeah, might, I think, I we think might have to do a pop up show just for the, for the love for the oh, culture. I, I think that would be so dope. Yeah, that's what we we like. I know everyone kind of grows up, if you will, and thinks they're above SOBs because they did it when they were younger. Like SOBs is a fucking staple. To New oh, York absolutely. City. I kind of hate when people do that, like lowbrow shit. Like, oh, you doing your shit at SOBs or like, like, fam, you was there all the time. This is how you started too. Yeah. Like, no, SOBs what, is like, dope. You are, you can never. If you're from New York, you you definitely should always perform in SOBs at some point. Yeah. I don't care how big of an artist you are. SOBs is just one of those spots that you, you continue to go to and just show love to, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I hope it's open. But where's Jay Leck? It is. Yeah, Good. I think it's... Jay Leck is at where? Sony Hall? Sony Hall. Yeah, no, nah, I'm going to definitely go through to that. Um, shout out to Jay Leck, yeah, by man. the way. I just... Yeah. I, I was listening to uh, the album with him and Hov. I, I hate saying that because it's Jay Leck's album, but it's him and Hov. It's a joint album. Yeah, and I, I like it's as time goes on, I appreciate that album more. I know we kind of the sound, no, y'all the, did the mixing like and all of that. It was real raw, real like grimy sounding, but the lyrics are just and everything that Jay Elect and Jay was rapping about then is so relevant now. For sure, you know what I mean. So I was listening to that over the weekend too. No, so, so I do that a lot, man. I, I I go back and listen to a lot of old shit whenever new shit drops, just to kind of like. See where the gap is at. And get out of the moment of when it came out. Yeah. To see if, yo, do I really like this mm-hmm. <laughs> type of shit as a yeah. stand-up. Um, should we get into disappointing news? I was I was at dinner and got that sad news about uh Bob Saget. Oh yeah, that was that was definitely uh some sad news to receive. Yeah, uh legendary comic, comedic actor, Bob Saget from one of my favorite shows growing up, Full House. Staple of, of our childhood. Uh Danny Tanner. Um passed away in Orlando at his hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm whenever that happens, they have to investigate and they have to do an autopsy and things like that to uh to figure out what happened. But um, prayers and condolences to his family, to his fans, his uh, his friends on his passing. I know he was just on tour; his tour just started. Yeah. Um. So that's you know his fans. I know was, was devastated to receive that news. Um, Caption was was devastating too to even read of how excited he was. Yeah. Seems like I'm yeah. It's it's, it's back like. I love this shit again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was, it was definitely like some really shocking, shocking news to receive. So, um, prayers, condolences to Bob Saget, uh, his family, and um, yeah, man, just sad, sad, sad news to receive. And you gotta look at how good of an actor he is to know mm-hmm. who he really is, and then to the role he played on Full House. Yeah, <laughs> I was convinced he was playing an act. Once I found out he wasn't mm-hmm. the dad from Full House, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, he must, is he playing like some psychotic, cursing drug addict?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh wait, that's who he was." Right. Yeah. He has a, a stand up on um, I think it's it might it may be on Netflix. He had a stand up I saw a few years ago, and now that's when I started to realize like, oh, Bob Saget is like real funny for real. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he um, outside his small cameo and have baked uh. He went on, he was like a reoccurring character on Entourage mm-hmm. and was fucking hysterical yeah. on Entourage. Yeah. He was the best cameo reoccurring guest I thought they had. Yeah. Every single time he was hilarious on that shit. Yeah, man. That's that was definitely some shocking news. Um, so again, prayers and condolences to Bob Saget, his family. And uh, yeah, man. Love your loved ones while they're here. For sure. Um also prayers to everyone affected by the fire in the Bronx. Um, yeah, absolutely. That was nineteen dead, nine children dead, thirty-two in critical. Yeah, that was whew. sixty-five injured. Like, yeah, and that's my that's my hood, man. That's five minutes from where I grew up at. So that was definitely 
some sad news. Uh, again, man, these space heaters and people trying to be warm in the winter um, is causing, you know, this is not the, we, we, I think we hear about this every every winter. It's yeah. like, you know, space heater or, you know, electrical fires in these these homes and these apartments. Um, but this is definitely, I think, the most deadly fire that the uh, the Bronx has seen since the Happy Land yeah. in the 80s. Um, sad. Nine, you talking about nine kids, you know, just to start the the new year off and it's just that was some some sad news and they have a, a mayor Eric Adams put up a a, a website mm-hmm. if people want to donate they asking for monetary donations only I saw um, um, there there was another one um where you could donate water supplies and everything with it with an address I believe we'll put everything in the description yeah um definitely so if you can, anything man just anything helps yeah and I'm uh, I'm not gonna sit here and ever pretend like I understand the city's budget but I, I do understand human. And mm-hmm. there needs to be some some way where space heaters are not necessary in people's apartments. Just how I feel. Yeah. Because yeah. I've I've had space heaters in my crib where I would like be scared to fall asleep without turning that shit off because you can see the fucking like flame in it like mm-hmm. and it's plastic. It's the worst invention and most dangerous thing you could literally have in your room. And everyone in every fucking apartment has one. Yeah. So. Please be careful, man. Like, uh, that's yeah, that's just, definitely like, you know. Or, or buildings need to find some way where they're not necessary. Like, you will be mm-hmm. fine with heat yeah. without having to purchase a space heater that more times than none is dangerous as fuck. Yeah. So. It's sad, man. Uh, Some more sad news, not to be, you know, super sad, but uh, this one really bothered me. Uh, a teen working in uh, Burger King in Harlem, 19-year-old teen, uh, Crystal Bayron Nieves, was uh, shot and killed... Uh, Sunday morning in uh, East Harlem Burger King. Uh, a guy came in and robbed the Burger King and uh, ended up shooting and killing her. Jesus. Yeah, now that was that was just super sad because the mother was saying how the daughter, she uh, didn't feel safe working the overnight shift mm-hmm. and that um she didn't want to go. And the mom woke up at 10 o'clock at night and was like, you know, you got to be responsible. Oh, shit. Got to keep a job. You got to make money. And basically forced her daughter to go to work and... You know, unfortunately, her daughter ended up being killed that night. Well, I hope I hope the mother doesn't carry that. She was really. It's tough, man, because you know you understand the mom. She she yeah. she wants her daughter. She wanted her daughter to be you know responsible and work hard and you know and have her own means of income and things like that. But you know, away from that, because we understand that part. We understand parents wanting us to, you know, make our own way and 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 have our own you know stream of income, but. We got to do something with this uh this culture, man. With 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 you know, men robbing and and shooting women, like that. I I just don't understand how somebody, you know, shoots a woman, a nineteen year old woman, working a shift at a fast food restaurant. Like it, I just it don't. It's not I mean, a threat to your robbery. Yeah, like I, I don't. Promise. I just don't. I don't. I don't get it, man. And you know. It seems like there's not the the consequences are not harsh enough, you know, with these gun laws and you know, robbing and killing and, you know, sometimes jail sentence is not enough. Sometimes you know, like these dudes don't even half the time they're not even caught. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it's just something has to change, man. Because that story, I don't notice this young lady. You know, being from from, from the city, I just, you know, I, I'm I'm in East Harlem. I'm in Harlem yeah. all the time. So you just feel like a sense of that community, like I'm I'm always in these areas. And that shit really bothered me reading that story. Like 19 years old, working in Burger King, just trying to make some money. Somebody comes in overnight, 
robs you, uh, you give him the money. She gave up the money, and he still shot and killed her. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just don't. I I don't understand, man. And and something something has to change. I don't know what it is. I don't have the answers, but something has to change in this culture. Like and we got to start. What was the dollar amount? I believe it was a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like, gonna say they don't. You're not gonna keep. keep they don't keep shit that to begin with. Yeah, over and especially overnight. You know they the, exactly, the manager exactly. empties the 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 registers for uh the money they made during the day before the overnight shift anyway. Um. So yeah, just that shit really hurt me. Prayers to uh the Nieves family. Uh, prayers to Crystal, but uh, yeah, man, I ho- I hope they find uh, yeah, find the guy that did that because that's he needs to, he needs I'm to sure be somebody that's will. locked away out of society for sure. I'm sure someone knows him. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. They had the video up and you know everything like that, but it's just it's sad, man. It's yeah. 19 years old, you shooting killers, girl, for what? I just don't understand it, man. Like shit like that, I just don't. I you know, I understand mental health and all these things people like to throw on these, you know perpetrators and shit like that but mental health is not enough for me I'm sorry like killing shooting I, I and killing a 19 year old girl I definitely understand that I can't just you can't just tell me mental health he's not he's mentally ill and I don't want to hear that shit like that's just somebody that doesn't need to be a part of society I'm sorry actually I'm not sorry he doesn't need to be a part of society but prayers to her family um, I hope they, that they catch him and um, again prayers and condolences to the Nieves family in that community for sure um, was there anything we missed because I know not much much did happen uh, while we were gone. Have you heard that Hours and Hours song by Money Long? Yeah, of course. By who? Uh, hours and Hours. Yeah, she's dope. She's a very talented writer. Uh, yeah, um, I did a deep dive into her and I was like, she wrote literally my two favorite Rihanna songs in the whole world. She wrote them both. And I yeah. was like, wow. What's her name? Uh, Money Long. She used to be known as Priscilla Renee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's um super talented. I'm glad she's getting her. Her name is Money Long now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's spelled M-U-I. M-U-N-I. Long. Yeah, it's spelled differently. Um, okay, that's yeah, a little artistic way of. No, nah, but she's uh, she's like a lot of those writers that get their shot, and she's taking full advantage of it right now. Dope. She's killing every TikTok you could fucking think of, and the music is really good too. Um, the project is a. Uh, why am I blanking? Uh, I, it is called just over uh, Public weekend. Displays of Affection. There you go. Yeah, PDA. Uh, check that out. Um, it's really good. The hours and hours joint. I'm sure you've heard it and didn't you, even realize you heard it because it. it's there's, fucking there's everywhere. No way you didn't mm-hmm. hear. It. Um, but she's super talented, and I just like to see writers like finally get their time to to come out. Right. Like, the way Esther Dean did. Victoria. Uh, mm-hmm. Victoria Monet. Um, what Kirby I think is now getting her shot too. Like I just like to see that type of shit. Yeah. Because those are the real talented people. Like sometimes <laughs> you gotta not write for other people. Mm-hmm. That, that chapter's over. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> So, um, shout out to Kyrie. Kyrie is back. Yes, uh, he played his first away game. Uh, didn't good. sneeze or cough. Yeah, <laughs> he looked. He looked good. He Sanitized. Didn't, he didn't miss a beat. Uh, so shout out to Kyrie. Welcome back. Uh, sh- welcome back, Clay Thompson. Yes, he came that back great, uh, last man. night. Uh, he looked good in his return. Um, so yeah, man, the NBA starting to feel like it's. You could tell when it's the guys are back. Do you think the Warriors get get another shot at? I'm talking dynasty time again, not not um, just winning again. Of course, there's a world where they can win again, but back to where they were. Yo, listen, man. I, 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 we got to start. We got to reshuffle that top five ever soon. If Clay gets another way? ring, I, I mean, not Clay. If Steph gets another ring, we got to shuffle that top five around, man. It's going to be hard to keep. Three or four? Three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. If he gets another ring, man. It's gonna be hard to keep Steph Curry out of your top five ever. I think you make kind of make a case now, but I wasn't gonna say that. But 
Okay. I know I'm not the sports guy, so yeah, don't no, kill me I get and tell it. me shut the fuck up. I get up. it. No, I get no, but, but just, listen, just man. Based off stats, I don't know why you couldn't make listen, a case man. now. Steph Curry get another ring. Yeah. How old is Steph? 30, 32, 32, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, he's got time. Yeah. He's got time. I think they going I think they get one this year. I think it's very doable. I think they get one this year. I think it's between uh it's gonna be hard, you know, with the the Kyrie thing is still, you know, a little tricky as far as just away games only, but uh, KD, Steph, and um, I think Chris Paul. I think the Suns. I think the Suns, the Warriors, and 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 the Nets are the three favorites to uh to win the, the title this year. Mm-hmm. And if Steph Curry gets another ring, man, like yeah, it's gonna be hard to keep him out of your top five. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be extremely hard. Like you gotta reshuffle that top five deck. Uh, Emily in Paris. We got no. two more seasons, Rory. Oh my god! So you have to watch. Cause you didn't finish season one. I didn't finish episode two. This is what I'm saying. You got to get on board with this thing. It's taking off, Rory. Euphoria's out. I don't need to watch Emily. Yes. I'm gonna get into Euphoria. Me and Damaris was talking about it. I definitely got to get into Euphoria. But Emily in Paris is official. Season three and four. They just confirmed will happen. So I don't know, Rory. Man, I don't. I don't, don't want to leave you at the station, but I will. Listen, get are we on gonna board. have to do a Zoom get podcast. Are you gonna move to? <laughs> To I Paris might. for both seasons? I, I don't know, man. I might. Emily yeah. might be calling me. They shoot that shit in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> you know they shoot that shit somewhere else. I'm so silly. Yeah, man. Shout out to Emily in Paris. Season three and four has been confirmed. Euphoria um, last night. Season two, episode one. Yeah, I got to um, watch that. You, did you see it? Bro? Yeah, I did. Wasn't it amazing? It, it was incredible. I have to deal with my mentions being flooded that I oh, look, like look like Fez again. Yeah. This is going to happen mm-hmm. as it did for the entire season one and after. It's okay. But I had to catch up because how long ago was season one? Like two years yeah, ago. Yeah, it felt ago. like it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I had to catch up on my little Wikipedia shit prior to because they didn't give me the solid what happened last time shit. Mm-hmm. But stuff was starting to come back. But I, I liked episode one and not not spoiling like Spider-Man. Um, Thank hmm. you, Jesus. It was cool to get into Fez's background in the beginning and then back I'm gonna to the I'm going to go see Spider-Man line. this week. I'm going to go see it. I have to. I will go with you. So you don't go, go alone. Go, D. So you don't go alone. D, that's I, why I you, my... God, see, that's why you, you... Keep it P, D. You guys should do a double date. Like, you guys should each bring somebody. And then... That will be And then we, could, then we could discuss it. That will be hilarious. Podcast. That will be fucking comedy. Are you kidding me? Me and Carl coming. No. <laughs> look, 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 look. Now it's six people. <laughs> yeah, and I'm we didn't forget it. about you. You're just not in the room. I'm going to yeah. go see it, man. I'm going to go see Spider-Man because I've definitely been wanting to see it. I, I wanted to see it again, and I will go with you just so that you're not what, alone. What you thought about Euphoria? I fucking I love Euphoria. I'm gonna start spoiling it soon. First episode one, I'm not going to. Yeah. But people, by episode three, I'm gonna start actively talking about what's going on in the show. Well, um, Zendaya had to release a statement because you know she's straight off the helm of Spider Man, which is kind of more kid. She has a lot of kid fans now. She did well. She always had, yeah, she that had, was, that's oh, where she started. But her fans were growing with her. Now yeah. she's reintroducing herself to a younger audience, and she had to say, "You know, this is for mature audiences." I know it's filmed in a high school, but this is not. This is yeah. We're adults, and we're like, "Oh, this is interesting." Like it's a lot. There's so much nudity. So much nudity. In it. Yeah, so, I'm gonna watch it. I like, lot, I like it's a lot of dicks. A lot of dick. Well, they had a lot of tits last season, so they kind of evened it out. I was excited. They started with titties and they even had pussy, I think, at the beginning. Yeah. Was. With a stripper, I was like, oh, they're going for it this yeah. season. And then it was like, dick, 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 dick. I was like, all right, man. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find something else to watch. Um, Righteous Gemstones. Did you ever watch that with Danny McBride? Uh, was oh. that with the, He's an assistant principal? No, no, no. That's the. Uh, <laughs> he's always got those type of roles. <laughs> no, this is one where his family is like the uh, televangelist and. Uh, 
No, I need to watch that. No, you never. I'd love watch him. season one. I mean, season East two Island just Dad started. Is my fucking watch favorite season show. one. Season two just started. Righteous Gemstones on HBO. I'm, oh, I'm glad it came back. Yeah, I'm glad it came back because that sh- to me that show was underrated. Yeah, a lot of people weren't talking about Righteous Gemstones, and that show was really funny. Season two just started, so I definitely got to watch that. Um, yeah. That and Euphoria. So now I got some more TV to watch. Yeah, I like TV is back. I felt like for a while it was a lot of just random Netflix movies or docs. Like, I like I like that TV. TV series that have already been established. Seasons are now coming back like yeah. that. Yeah. Because I yeah I got a bunch of shit to catch up on. Euphoria though, they're they're bodying that shit. That cast is incredible. Yeah. I love Zendaya. Love her. And like, listen, I thought my high school was wild. They're fucking crazy. My high school was nothing like that. Yeah, I wasn't. I went to, my high school was majority black. I didn't deal with the shit they were dealing with. Mm, They're tripping. It's just a different time. I don't mean wild. Just I'm just meaning like general. Like just general wilding. You could have your different degrees of wilding no matter what location of the world you're in, whatever you want to do. They're just wilding. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're fucking wildin'. I'm gonna check it out. I like I like Zendaya, but it makes me jealous. I kind of always wanted to go to a really really large high because really really large high schools that like have the space to be large, not like New York City large high schools. Mm-hmm. They tend to be like that, like wild and big wild parties, and you got the rich kid with the millionaire parents who are never home. They're throwing parties and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm looking looking forward to the rest of the season of uh, Euphoria. It was it was a good start. So catch up. Yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I like that show. Catch you would enjoy it. Um, is there anything else we didn't know, didn't cover? Mm-mm. We're back in a few days. Yeah, I'm gonna go see the uh before I go to the J like show. I'm gonna go see the Knicks tonight, man. Okay. Spoke to Julius the other night, man. Uh, they got to get their shit together. They've been they've been struggling. Can I get two tickets? You want to go tonight? I would like. To go. Uh, not tonight. Uh, but next game, I would love to. Carl okay. said right away. Yo, I, Yo I'll I'm link. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll go back to Jersey and, and do some stuff before the show. No, nah, I'll definitely get some tickets for. I'll look at the schedule and and ask Julius for some tickets. Um, but yeah, man, another week. Yeah, another weekend in the can. How's your New Year's? How's the uh, start to your New Year? Your resolutions are down the drain already. Of course, that's yeah. why you don't make any. Yeah, I, I didn't make <laughs> just, any. Just try to survive. <laughs> just hopefully make it make to the make next it, day. Yeah, I want to see another one. I want to see another year. Uh, sure. Well, yeah, man. We'll be back in a, a few days. Uh, I think we got... Do we have something coming up? Probably. But that's... Tamaris will tell us. Okay. Yeah. We got something... <laughs> I won't tell you now. You'll forget. So I'll just tell you the day before. For sure. Yeah. Well, we got some shit coming up. So uh, there's still... I think there's some merch left. There's a lot of merch left. Not a lot, but there's some stuff left. Yeah. There's some Go merch get some left. Merch. Get some merch. Uh, Working on the Valentine's cap capsule now. I'm excited to see yeah, mm-hmm. what so. nasty shit you tell the women on this merch. <laughs> nah, man. We're just, just trying to have some fun, man, with this merch thing. Um, So, yeah, Valentine's merch coming up. Uh, Some merch available now. And, um, yeah, anything else? I think that's about it. Cool. Yeah. So we'll see you all in a couple of days. We'll talk to you all in a couple of days. Till then, be safe, be blessed, stay healthy, wash your hands, and wash your ass. <laughs> no, warrior, no.